0: hello and welcome back to let's talk about science i apologize for the extremely late episode i started school and i have had little time to work on this anyways today's topic is a fun one we will be talking about fungi so we will specifically be discussing what exactly fungi is for those who don't know how fungi reproduce obtain nutrients and live some interesting fungi species how fungi help plants communicate how fungi help ecosystems and some fun experiments to learn more about them so let's get started what exactly is fungi i bet most of you know but just in case here is a definition as always so fungi are any type of group of spore-producing organisms feeding on organic matter, including molds, yeasts, toadstools, and mushrooms. These organisms eat organic material, including leaves, long clippings, corn stalks, and straw. The three main types of fungi are mushrooms, yeasts, and molds. Now that you know what they are, let's look into how they reproduce. So, fungi reproduction is quite complex. This may be a lot to process. So, in short, most fungi reproduce by forming spores. These spores can survive extreme conditions. For example, a lack of water. The fungus sends the spores out, and um, this is an asexual way of reproduction. Fungi can also pr- reproduce sexually. In-depth Fungi reproduce asexually by fragmentation, budding, not explained here, or producing spores. Fragmentation is when a fungi extends fragments of hyphae. Hyphae are the branching filaments that make up the mycelium of a fungi. These hyphae can grow new colonies. Another branch or part of fragmentation is mycelial fragmentation. This is when mycelium separates into pieces instead of hyphae. It can also create colonies. Fungi also can produce spores that travel by air to suitable locations on food sources. A spore sprouts and sends an elongated hyphae to absorb the nutrients. These nutrients help the fungus grow into a mushroom or mold, depending on the fungal type of the parent. Fungi can reproduce sexually as well. Any two individuals can reproduce, so it isn't gender-specific, for example. By the way, fungi do not have genders. Anyways, this process begins when two hyphae that are next to each other release pheromones. This triggers the hyphae to grow side branches, and this allows for the nuclei to stream in. A nucleus is like the control center of the cell. It stores the genetic info of the cell. To continue, a cross wall forms near this end of each of the branches. The nuclei are now isolated in sexual structures. These structures are called gametangia. These gametangia fuse. So that means like they combine and the nuclei inside pair up into groups of two. Eventually, the nuclei in pairs also fuse and then these pairs fuse together. This structure becomes a zygosporangium, and the nuclei undergo sorry, meiosis. This is a process where a single cell divides, creating more cells. And then the fungi sprouts. I'm sorry, I'm a bit congested, as you can hear. <laughs> but how do fungi obtain nutrients so that they can sprout? Well, fungi actually feed from the substrate on which they are growing through. A substrate is a base on which an organism lives. For example, cheese is a substrate of a certain fungi. So a substrate is kind of like the food for the fungi. Anyways, to continue, the fungi absorbs nutrients from the substrate using their hyphae. They absorb oxygen and water through absorption. During this process, the nutrients, oxygen, or water travel across the outer walls of the hyphae and into the fungi. Fungi are found in almost any habitat, but do mostly live on land, in soil or plant material. They seem to particularly enjoy temperate and tropical climates. In these areas, they defend themselves by using chemicals. They produce toxins that impair the growth, development, or viability of their antagonists slash competitors. So, now that we know how fungi survive, let's look into some species of fungi. First up, we have one with an annoyingly long and hard name to pronounce. It's Ophiocordyceps unoractylalis. Sorry if I pronounced it wrong i tried okay anyways this type of fungus is deadly to ants it basically uses ants as its substrate it sends its spores out into the world and these spores find and land on ants the spore infects the ants brain and directs it upwards so it makes the ant climb high on a tree or a vine for example when the ant is high enough it is directed to bite down on the stem of the plant and to grip it adequately. Then the fungus is ready to sprout. It shoots out of the ant's brain, killing it, and takes over its body. And this cycle continues because the fungus spreads to a next ant to use as a substrate another type of fungi is way less gruesome and has an easier name to pronounce thankfully it is the blue milk mushroom or the lactarius indigo this lovely mushroom earns its name from its elegant blue shade which turns gray as it ages you can find it in eastern north america east asia and central america it is common in both deciduous and coniferous forests in these areas The mushroom forms mycorrhizal associations with a broad range of trees in these forests as well. And you can eat it! And a fun fact about this fungi, it even oozes an indigo milk when a tissue is cut. And this milk turns green when it is exposed to the air. Speaking of mycorrhizal associations... You may know that fungi can communicate with each other and other plants. They can create mycorrhizal networks between trees. These networks are made up of many strands of hyphae that, when together, make up mycelium. Mycelium threads can live among the roots of trees and other plants, connecting them to each other. The mycelium can interact with the tree roots in two different ways, either using an endomycorrhizal network or an ectomycorrhizal network. In an ectomycorrhizal network, the fungal threads coat the root and enter the roots between the cells. In an endomycorrhizal network, however, the roots pierce the root and enter the root cells. They don't go between them. They go right through them. That sounds a bit scary compared to the other way. Either way, the fungi receive glucose sugars from the trees. These sugars have been made through photosynthesis. In return, the fungi finds and returns nutrients from the soil to the trees because it's mutual. Fungi also help ecosystems in other ways. They are decomposers, meaning that they basically recycle nutrients from things like plant debris. Fungi have also established mutualistic symbolists with a wide range of organisms including cyanobacteria green algae the plant roots bryophytes gymnosperms proteophytes and angiosperms and the paternon, Dipturnon, homopaterna hymenopaternum and isotopura insects sorry i probably pronounced most of those names wrong oh and some fungi are also food sources i just wanted to add that quickly before we continue on so you now know a decent amount about fungi next up is a few fun experiments that you can try so that you can learn a little bit more about our decomposing friends the first experiment and basically the only one that I have here um, is to grow mold. In order to do this, you need one to two pieces of bread, some scraps, so fruit peels, carrot shavings, coffee grounds, etc., light, gloves, paper plates, four plastic bags, and of course, oxygen. And remember, never touch the mold without gloves on. So, Firstly, you're going to want to cut the bread into four different pieces. If you have one piece of bread, cut it into four, for example, and if you have two pieces, cut each in half. Then take the bread, dampen them, and put them into their own plastic bags. You should now have four plastic bags with the same amount of bread in each of them. Seal the bags, but not completely. Now. Place two of the bags in direct sunlight and two others in a place with less light, but an area with the same temperature as the area where there is direct sunlight. And this should preferably be room temperature. Anyways, you may wonder what are the food scraps for? Well, before we get into that, just divide them onto two plates and put one next to the slices of bread. You should have one where there is more light and one where there is less. And all you have to do from this point forward is wait four to seven days and come back and observe. You can compare the bread in those two other areas. You can compare the food scraps, etc. Anyways, thank you for listening today. We've hit 50 plays. Another episode should be out in about a month or so. It won't take as long as this one. I will try to ensure that. I hope you have learned something new about fungi. And try to give this experiment a whirl. Thank you, and have a lovely day.